Nyata, hello. My name is Alison. I pastor a little church in southwest Victoria called Sanctuary. I acknowledge the people of the Eastern Ma Nation who've been sharing stories and keeping culture here since time immemorial, and I pay my respects to elders past, present, and emerging. This week's lectionary text is from Mark chapter 13, but I'll be reaching back into Mark 12 also. The text contains what many scholars call the Little Apocalypse of Mark, and because apocalyptic literature has so often been misused to create fear of a violent God, and because so many of us pretty much freeze when we hear it, rather than preach on it in a traditional way, I'll explore it using the practice of Targum. That is, I'll play with the text, retelling, paraphrasing, updating, expanding and contextualising as I go to help you hear the original teaching. So sit back, relax and get ready for a story about Sophie and the gang. By the way, the name Sophie comes from the Greek word for wisdom, Sophia, who was made flesh in the person of Jesus. So Sophie and the gang had been at the centre, where cardinals swanned around in brocade robes and megachurch pastors wore thousand-dollar sneakers. These religious authorities were well-known, successful. They had access to the Prime Minister and all his cronies, and they were all over TV and social media. Everybody knew God had blessed them with wealth and health, and everybody knew they could get in on the blessing by donating to the building fund. As single mums handed over their welfare checks, one of Sophie's followers found a scale model of the new campus. Wow, they said. It looks incredible. Glass spires, so ironic. A TV studio. A multi-storey parking, of course. And leasing the main lobby to Starbucks and a big four bank. Now that's really smart. But Sophie said, oh, for heaven's sake, you've totally missed the point. These buildings aren't real. They won't last. Don't be fooled. Many people claim to work in my name, complaining about fake news yet spreading it themselves. Lying preachers and false teachers uphold capitalism and they call it Christianity. They suck money from the poor to build monuments to their own egos and they equate love with straight male dominance. They call themselves victims and they scapegoat others for the breakdown of the nuclear family. Pastors of megachurches influence national leaders, and they shape public policy against women, against LGBTI plus people, against Muslims. Televangelists condemn abortion, but praise military violence, and then they claim a monopoly on truth. But it's not my truth, for they are silent on issues of poverty and justice and they spit on the gift of God's good earth, the very land I myself spoke into being. Disaster is coming, suffering is coming, and the centre will not hold. Religious wars are erupting, climate change is happening, and the whole capitalist mirage is being revealed as nothing but smoke and mirrors. But war and climate disaster and rapid social change, will they happen again and again and again? Remember the first century, 
with the Jewish revolt and the siege of Jerusalem, the land was salted, degraded, destroyed. The violence was terrible, and a million Jews died. And yet, it was not the end. Remember the Crusades. Popes rewrote Christianity to mobilise the masses, validate violence, justify genocide, and delay paradise until the afterlife. And yet, it was not the end. Remember the age of imperialism. Forests were destroyed to build naval fleets, and European countries vied for control of the seas and the spice routes and the slave trade. Millions were killed and countless people enslaved, all in the name of a violent God. And yet, it was not the end. When you see false preachers and teachers lying with politicians and media barons, when you see people suffering and peoples enslaved, when you see plagues and wars and climate disaster, remember, it's not the end. It's simply the birth pangs of the coming of God's realm, which is crowning, but not yet fully born. You know how labour goes. The body is shaken to its foundations, and just when you think it can't get any worse, things get more intense. There will be war, and rumours of war, and empty supermarket shelves. People who hold fast to my teaching are going to be persecuted not only by governments but by members of their own families. People will be taken to court. Fathers will abandon their children. Children will condemn their parents and you will be hated because of my name. But the one who endures to the end, the one who rejects the lies and holds on to my truth will be made whole. But when you see political leaders claim God-given mandate to lock up even more people and control even more bodies and bomb even more countries back to the Dark Ages, get the hell out of there. False preachers and lying teachers will produce all sorts of signs and wonders, but don't be fooled. It's just smoke and mirrors. And know this. After the suffering, right when it feels like the world has fallen apart, people will see the human one coming. The human one will be cloaked in the clouds of God's presence and radiate power and good reputation. She will send out her messengers and gather the chosen ones from every corner of God's good earth, from every corner of God's realm. Everyone will be brought together again, reconciled, healed and whole. Learn from the fig tree. When you see its buds form and lime green leaves begin to sprout, you know that summer is just around the corner. In the same way when you see all these things taking place, you know that the human one is very near indeed. And I'm not just saying this for some future generation, this is true for you too. These things will happen. Earth and sky will wear out, but my words will never wear out. They will always be fresh and relevant. But nobody knows exactly when all this will happen. 
And don't trust anyone who claims to know, because not even the angels in heaven, not even I, know when these things will happen. Only the Creator knows. Here's a fact. Rome called the world its household. It claimed that all people and nations were members of the household, and it controlled them through taxation and violence. Hungry peasants grew wheat, only to have it taxed away. Then Roman authorities distributed rations of bread made from that same wheat, and they demanded the peasants be grateful. It's like Ireland and Cornwall in the potato famine. The waters continued to produce fish and the fields wheat, yet the people starved as England took all the fish and bread away. But my house is not like that. Remember the loaves? Remember the fish? There's enough in my house for everyone, and I've shown you how to live in this house. Pray, share, and serve. Now waiting for the human one to return is like a person who takes a trip, leaving the house and putting the servants in charge. That's you lot. And the servants don't know when the head of the house will return. So stay awake. Be alert. Be aware. The human one could turn up at any moment. Keep watch and do the work of loving one another, caring for one another and using your power wisely. Reject all forms of violence and never forget to pray. Seek justice, seek wisdom, seek shalom. Help others flourish for the kingdom is crowning and will soon be born for everyone. And whatever happens, don't panic. Stay on track for you don't know when the head of the house will return. Perhaps in the evening when I'll break bread with you. Perhaps at midnight when I'll be praying in the garden. Perhaps at cockcrow, when I'll be condemned by cardinals and megachurch pastors. Perhaps at dawn, when I'll be gone from the grave and found among the living, for death does not control me. It's hard to stay awake in dark times. Believe me, I know. There will be many times when you fall asleep, while I'm praying, while others are plotting, while accusations and lies are being concocted, while the mob is being whipped to a frenzy. There will be times when you dream about money and power and success, and whether they mightn't be God's gifts after all. There will be times when you fall for the tempter's trap and the honeyed lies. There will be times when you sleepwalk through life. There will be times when you cannot even imagine the dawn. But do your best. Keep watch, stick with the job, stay awake and pray. For today you glimpse me. But one day very soon the human one will arrive. And not just in glimpses but in glorious fullness. Your life is here and now. But fullness of life is yet to come. So live well now and be ready. And grace and peace be with you as you go in peace to love and serve the King, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.
If you're interested by what you heard, there's always more to read on our website. That's sanctuarybaptist.wordpress.com. Sanctuary is funded entirely by members and supporters, and if you'd like to support the work of this little church, you can make a donation via PayPal. And you can find the details for this on the website. Great to have you with us, and we'll catch you another time.